Hi everyone, I'm Yashvir, and welcome to our audio channel, The Bro Code. So what's this channel about? You know, the name suggests it's about your typical bro code. Rules followed by guys, right? But this one's deeper than that. I guess we want to discuss how we have grown through life, and how various situations have shaped us. You know, by the means of the podcast on this channel, we hope to say something meaningful and impactful that perhaps you can use in yours. So please join us in this inspiring journey. We hope it helps you in some way. Hi everyone, and welcome again to another podcast webisode. Um, you know, it's very cold these days um, mm. here in South Africa. You know, we're having winter. It's one of our coldest winters, I think, that we've that we've seen thus far. Um, so, how are you, Prash? I am actually quite good, um, even though, as you say, it's cold. I I am sort of one of those people that enjoys the cold. Um, I get to snuggle up and keep warm, and you know, I enjoy that. Um, uh, even even with summer, my layers, I'm suffering. Yeah, this, this whole summer heat thing is like too much for me. So <laughs> I like the cold. Um, even though I have to have a heater on and stuff like that, I enjoy it. Um, so brisk and, and fresh. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh and, man! And you? You've been good. Yeah, I've been I've been quite well here. Um, yes. You know, just keeping safe. I mean, there's the third wave that hit South Africa um, yeah. right now, and our numbers yeah. are rising. I guess in the province where Prussian eye kind of stay, which is called yeah. Tang. Um, so the numbers are looking quite scary at the moment. One in but four, vaccine, hey? yeah, one in four. Yeah, one in four. Um, yeah I mean, uh, from what I hear, the vaccine rollout for under 60s starts next week. Um, yeah, well, it's over 40s, not under 60s. Well, oh, under 60 is over 40 as well. No, no, so like all the over 60s, right, will yeah. still be there, but no, mm. under 40s, are, uh, over 40s. Are oh, they're going to they're gonna run in parallel. So you and I still aren't in that bracket, by the way. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, well. We shall but, stay in our houses. Yeah, without giving away our age. <laughs> <laughs> We're very young, actually, <laughs> to be honest. I don't know about very, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so today's topic um, is something we have kind of touched on in the past, and um, it's something called limiting beliefs. Um, and today we will expand on that a bit um, to give you an idea of what it is and perhaps how you can overcome it um, and some of the steps that you can take toward um, bettering yourself going forward. Mm. So, um, Prash, let's start with, the, I guess, with the, um, the big one. Um, so what are limiting beliefs? Okay, so I know I've been wanting this topic for a while, and I think we've discussed it at numerous occasions, but uh, it's one of the most difficult ones for me. So I actually had to do some preparation for this one. It was like five minutes of preparation, but it was preparation nonetheless. <laughs> so I had to sit and think about, firstly, what it is, right? Because as much as it's easy to say like limiting beliefs are something that's like you tell yourself to like, block yourself essentially but i wanted to break it down a little bit right so what i did was i look at the i looked at the words limit and belief so limit and i've got a google um 
I've got a simple Google of it here, and it says a limit is a point or level beyond which something does not or may not extend or pass, right? So Gandalf saying you shall not pass, essentially, that's the limit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and belief is something where it's an acceptance that something exists or is true, especially one without proof, right? And that's that's that statement, I think, combining those two is very important because if you look at the two, it's literally... Um, somewhat of an opposite of each other you know um if you think about it a limit is a point at which you are essentially uh saying to yourself i'm holding myself accountable to this limit and i won't go past it right and a belief is something that you can accept within yourself right without any proof right Mm -hmm. or belief that something exists without any proof Mm -hmm. now think about that right if i told you there's a wall in front of you right and you can't go past it, right? But you know on the other side, there is like the, I don't know, what do you really like? Pot I of pizza. gold, I don't yeah, know, I like, pot of I like gold pizza, or something, whatever. Gold, right? yeah, yeah, and yeah. you, and I tell you, listen, it's on the other side. How mm. are you going to believe me, right? How are you going to know, right? Unless you go to the other side and you go get it, right? But how do you overcome a wall? You either climb it, you go under it, or you go around it, right? Mm-hmm. So a limiting belief is essentially something very similar but your mind is the thing that's telling you that it is a limiting uh, it's uh, the belief that you have is limited right or the belief in something that you would want is being limited right if we put it that way so as an example you know for if you want to um change jobs or something right or if you wanted to um increase your salary at work right and i'm giving simple examples because a lot of people um have these problems right mm. or i don't have enough money that's a big limiting belief right mm. um or i can't earn enough money people tell themselves these things as um a way to hold themselves back and their mind is the thing that's telling them that right but in essence and you and i do the same thing too i mean everybody does it right but it, it it's a thing where you tell yourself i am too old or i am not smart enough or I can't do that, or I don't really feel like I deserve it, you know? And these are the things that you tell yourself in your life as an excuse to either not go after something or because you didn't get something, right? And that, in essence, to me, is what we would call a limiting belief, right? Okay. It's, if I can break it down very simply. And I've actually got a list of 10 of them, but, um, and most of them ring true for most people. You know, I'm okay. afraid of trying and failing. Right. Uh, I said a few of them already. Um, yeah. You have you have to make money to get money, or you have to have money to make money, right? Mm. Um, I already tried everything, and I still can't get there. You know, right. um, I'll never be able to do that, or I'll never be able to be as fast as her, or as strong as him, or right. you know, or all the good ones are taken. You know, that's another one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. those are those are limiting beliefs, right? Yes. Are the things that you tell yourself as an excuse because you couldn't get there or the things that you tell yourself as an excuse because you're too afraid to try and fail. And I do that just as much as everybody else does. Um, and it's not, a sh- it's not a thing you should be ashamed of. It's something that you must learn to overcome. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's my general uh, breakdown of what a limited belief is in terms of uh, explanation. I actually, I actually love the fact that you actually broke it down um, word by word. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is it is like opposing um, you know definitions that when yeah. come together um, 
you know, form what we call limiting beliefs, really. And, yeah. I, and I do identify with the fact that you say, um, you know, it's a story that you tell you, it's a story that you tell yourself to make yourself mm. feel better mm. um, at the end of the day, to try and rationalize um, why something can't be done at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, to put yourself at ease, you know. Yeah. Um, that's quite cool. Yeah. Um, okay. W- n- that list that you have, we will mm-hmm. touch on that later. So I will bring that up later. Um, no problem. So I just, I do want to, I do want to expand on that list and, and kind of, you know, walk people through it to see how we can figure this out together. Yeah, um, sure. So my second thing is, where do you, where do you think these things originate from? So where, where does a limiting belief kind of start? There's a few places, right? And okay, the starting point is definitely from my experience, and I think largely from your experience as well. Uh, and with with, uh, with the people that we've experienced, which is a lot of Indian people because we are Indian, it comes from your parents, right? You learn these things from from your parents and your elderly, because they look. Our generation is an age that brings consciousness into the forefront, right? Whereas our elders and our parents and even further weren't really the type of people to bring consciousness and your um, emotions into play as much right i'm not saying that they didn't they did but not as much as our generation does right Mm. um and we we always felt like they were holding us down you know every generation feels like the previous generation is holding them down in some way Mm -hmm. right um but i think we've sort of now put this huge name to it and are targeting it as or saying that these are these things are limiting beliefs like when your parents always said listen you can't make money doing certain things, right? And you have to get a good solid job and that's how you'll make money and then that's the life you'll live, right? But yeah. I mean, look at it now. I mean, people are making money from any source almost imaginable. Yeah. Literally, I mean, there's kids playing games and you and I love gaming and stuff, right? But there's kids playing games and earning salaries higher than ours. It's true. Right? If we look and, at uh, Ninja, and, for example. Yeah, and like... The the guys playing what's that game? Um, that kid that won like three million or whatever. Oh, Fortnite when he was playing Fortnite. Fortnite. That's, yeah. uh, sorry, I don't know all the games, the games, games <laughs> but um, yeah. So this kid won three million, right, from playing Fortnite. And imagine our parents if we told them, "Listen, Dad, I'm I'm gonna play Fortnite now, and I'm not gonna do my homework." Yeah, right. But that instills <laughs> a limiting belief in you when your father's like, "No, listen, you have to do it this way, and you have to work hard." to get um, the, 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 the life that you want. And I, I don't disagree with the fact that hard work is required, but it, you can also work smart, you know? There's other so ways. Is, that, is, that, is that then um, when they made those comments, is it, is it because from their experience um, they want or they have in their mind what you should be? Um, That's one aspect of it. Right. Yeah. That is one aspect because, all, of course, all parents say, "Listen, I want my kid to be successful," and blah blah blah. Right. But it's also it, it works both ways, right? So if you're successful, it looks good on them, right? Yeah. And it, it, it I'm not saying you're appeasing them, or or they did it because they want to look good, but it's sort of a reciprocal. They put time and effort into you, and they want to feel like it was worth that time and effort that you turned out well, but right. also it's instilled in them by their parents as well. So they own, they know that from what I've learned, hard work and blah, 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 will get me to here, right? So I must instill the same lessons into my child, you know? Yeah. And that's where it comes from, um, essentially. 
but so, also lessons yeah. that they've learned from how their parents did things wrong. So say for example, my grandfather and mm. um, this is an example, right? My grandfather was really bad with money, for example. Mm-hmm. My dad learned that you'd have to save a lot of money. Yeah. Right? From his parents. So it became a limiting belief. Right? And I'm not saying it's limiting. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, right? Yeah. But I'm saying you need to judge each scenario on its own. And then yeah. that scenario is placed onto you because your father's like, listen, from our past, we never had money. So you have to like learn how to save as much money as you can and be good with the money and you know, blah, blah, blah. So these are things that are placed on you. But you never had the chance to decide or learn them for yourself. You understand? Yes, no, 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 true. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, guess, I guess those formative years then... Um, you know, it's not, it's, I guess they want structure for you. Yes. Um, yeah. It can't be, in their minds, it, they don't want it to be disruptive. Yeah. Um, for example, um, like if we were saying that we we're going to become professional gamers um, back then, yeah. um, we'd uh, be left with bruises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. You know, I mean, it, 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 was, it is what it is, right? Or disappointment. Um, yeah. <laughs> or, disapp- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or disappointment. But just as painful. Um, no, it is right, but uh, I mean, them in them, I guess, limiting you at that point, kind of just shut that, shut that down, or right. started um, yeah. that whole that whole cycle of yeah. where you now train yourself in your own mind. Okay, my parents said this, um, then I'm going to believe it, right? And um, then the next thing that comes up, and then they're going to be like, okay, cool, no, you can't do that either. So you're going to do this, and you know. Yeah. cycle continues yeah for sure um uh, look that's one way right remember they're not wrong they're not wrong it's just from their point of view yeah. that they see things differently and and you know they want to yeah. guide you uh, to their best um or to the to knowledge that they know really um so it's not no, like they're completely no, but wrong the, what you've said there is actually true um they're not wrong right it's just their experience of the world and their experience of life yes yeah so you can't really say, listen, what they said was wrong. What they said for their time and their understanding and what they've been through yeah. could be 100% right. Yeah. You know, And the way they see it is exactly how it could have been. But you need to also understand that you need to also walk your own path and learn what things are yours to pick up and what things are yours to let go of. And I think that's an important thing that we do need to discuss about limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. But... Um, the other side of it is also fear, right? And that's something that's also a limiting belief, but is the stem of other limiting beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. So as much as you can say that other people put limiting beliefs on you, a fear is a grand um, counselor for all of them, you know? It, it stems the situation, but if they put the fear of something into you, then it grows. It's like the seed that grows within, right? So if they say, listen, do you want to live in a scenario where you have no money? Or do you want to live in a scenario where you have money? All of a sudden, there's a distinction, right? Mm-hmm. And you want to be on the side that's more comfortable, right? Yeah. Instead of the side money is a driving money. factor for you. Right. Then all of a sudden, that seed gets planted in you. And then all of a sudden, you'll be like, okay, so what did, what did dad say were the best ways to be in a situation where you always have money? become a doctor, a lawyer, engineer, blah, 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 right? <laughs> yeah. Whereas the gamer who has no money, right, and spent his whole life playing computer games, right, didn't have yeah. any money, you know? So yeah. it's, what's the governing factor there? The governing factor is not his opinion of it. The governing factor is fear. Yes. 
You understand? Sophia is the main counselor and the main seed of all of these things. Yeah, if you so can understand yeah. and you can bring every limiting belief down to the fear that it, that raises it, right? Then you will understand the mechanism of where that limiting belief comes from. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like a root cause analysis. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. And that is the main driver. And when you understand the fears, essentially what you do is you label them. When you label them, it becomes a lot more clear, right, for you to understand how to overcome it. And that's where the stem, the root stem of where limiting beliefs come from. Can you think of, I mean, okay, so so I guess fear and formative years you know your parents messages and things like that are there any other influences for example um, later on in life like societal influences friends influences and things like that as well look limiting beliefs come from every direction i mean experience you can literally get limiting beliefs from experience imagine you got hurt by a girl or you got burnt by fire right you always have a limiting belief one of those things right i can never be with somebody that's like that because that type of person will hurt me you know or i can never um i should always watch out about when i'm um cutting stuff because i'll end up cutting myself you know yeah and yes obviously that's true right (laughs) but (laughs) even the fire one even the fire one man (laughs) that's a simple example right but um (laughs) it it creates a limiting belief right and Mm. in some cases it's just common sense right yes um but in some cases it's also things that you also have no control over i mean how people act around you and do things to you is not always necessary reflection of who you are, right? And some people purposefully want to hurt you, even though you're a nice person. That's true. Right. No, that's so true. that's yeah. one avenue. Another avenue might literally, as you be society, be, say, is be societal. Imagine yeah. if you live in a whole community where doing something simple and not bad is actually wrong. Yeah. Right. Then all of a sudden it becomes a limiting belief. Right. Um, I don't know. Let's give an example. Um, say, for example, you're a smoker, right? Mm-hmm. And there are trillions of people out there. Okay, not trillions, but there's billions <laughs> of people out there that are smokers, yes, right? And that that is true. I mean, like thirty percent of the population globally smokes, right? Um, I think that's a statistic. I remember reading that a couple of years ago. I don't know if it's still true. It might I be more. Quarters of my people. It might be more. It might be less, right? Yeah. Probably less because of COVID. But okay. Right? <laughs> um, now. Imagine if you went into a society where you smoked and everybody and all your friends didn't smoke and they literally looked at you and they were like, guy, what are you doing? This is bad for your habits, blah, 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 blah. Yes, it is. I understand that it's bad for you. But every time you go out to smoke and your friends are around you, they are, you're going to feel guilty, right? And there's a lot of people that don't feel guilty. That's fine. That's fair. You're cool, right? You know what you want and you do what you want. No problem. Mm-hmm. But there are those people that will feel guilty, Right? And that essentially, it, it creates something within you, right? And it says, listen, it's bad for me. I want to do it, but everybody else is going to hate me for doing it, right? So I'm not going to do it in front of them, right? Look how that changes your personality. It does. Right? So now you yeah. have to go and hide. <laughs> yeah. Instead of being yourself. Yes. You know, you must learn to let other people's impact on you not impact you if you want to do something i'm not saying go smoke that's not a great answer it's a bad example it's an example that obviously applied to me at some stage yes yes, right? yes it is. that is why i can use it because it's something that i've learned from 
Yeah. And over time, I realized, listen, I don't really... Okay, obviously, when I learned about limiting beliefs, then all of a sudden, you see these things in every walk of life, right? Mm-hmm. And when you learn to understand things that you can overcome, you, you change as a person, right? I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying smoking is a good thing. I'm just saying understand how it impacts you, where it's coming from, and what it's doing to you, right? Because it can create anxiety, I mean, anxiety on multiple levels, I guess, even yeah. because there's anxiety when you're out in the public. There's anxiety when you're alone because remember, you have internal conversations with yourself, um, you know, deciding, is this what I want? Is this not what I want? Um, yeah. And do I believe now, this? Do I not believe yeah. this? Uh, yeah. Am, am I limiting now, myself yeah. by not doing something that others are doing, you know? Exactly. Now, imagine now every time you wanted to go out and smoke or something, imagine if it was just chewing bubblegum. Now, chewing bubblegum is not a bad thing, right? Lots of people chew bubblegum. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, imagine if everybody around you said, chewing bubblegum is bad. Every time you were chewing bubblegum and you were around them, because bubblegum is not an inside-outside thing, it's an anywhere thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, smoking should not be an inside thing, okay? I'm just saying. <laughs> but bubblegum is one of those things where Say you drink bubblegum, everybody's looking at you. It's like, why are you drinking bubblegum? No, you're going to feel anxiety every time you chew bubblegum, but you enjoy it, right? Imagine being anxious every time you put a stick of gum in your mouth. What? Like, come on, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, that's what it brings up in people. People have anxiety over these things, right? And uh, I can speak from firsthand. I have anxiety, but I have anxiety about certain things, about how people react towards me. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm always worried about how people are going to react to what I say and stuff like that because I'm an empath, right? And mm-hmm. I'm always, I'm always, I, I like the equilibrium of the scenario. And if it's imbalanced, I get anxiety, right? Um, and that is a limiting belief on myself, right? In another form, the fear comes from somewhere else and I know where it comes from, but it, it, it's a problem, you know? And you need to learn these things about yourself and you need to learn how, to, how they affect you, right? It's very important. That's very true. Um, You know, so so what can we do to kind of help ourselves? Right. So I have learned, and it's not the same for everybody. Everybody is different, right? But I have learned to guide myself based on my emotions. When I am feeling upset about something and when I feel something is out of balance, right, then I look at what happened and ask myself why it happened, right? So let's go to a scenario of, I don't know, let me think of the scenario. Um, say for example, I had an argument with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody argues with people, right? But sometimes you argue with somebody, right? And it won't affect you, right? And sometimes you argue with somebody and it really affects you. Like it sits and plays on your mind, right? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why would one scenario be more impactful than the other? Obviously, the argument with the person that's more impactful had either that person was closer to you or yeah. what you argued about was closer to home. Yes. Yeah. Right? Cool. Sure. That's, that's the main reason it would affect you. Right? Mm-hmm. Imagine arguing with somebody off the street versus arguing with a sibling. Right? It would be different. Arguing with somebody off the street, the minute you pass the corner, you'd be like, that was a complete nut job and I don't need to worry <laughs> about him anymore. Right? Yeah, yeah, true. Arguing with a sibling, you leave the room and it's like, I want to see this guy in 10 minutes, you know? No, it festers again, yeah. It festers, right? But it's, and this is not directly linked to limiting beliefs, but in some scenarios, what happens is that this thing is affecting you, right, directly because of 
A, B, C, D, E reasons, right? Now understand where it's coming from, right? And understand that the argument wasn't the problem. It's what's happening underneath that's the problem. You need to look at those scenarios and say, what is it that's causing this anxiety, fear, blah, blah, blah within me, right? And then when you understand that, all of a sudden, it brings up and you label the scenario, right? When you label the scenario, say, for example, I argued with one of my siblings over um, uh, washing the dishes, right? Just a just a thing, right? Tell Tom to wash freak. the dishes right now. <laughs> I'm I'm a neat freak, right? Yeah, I like keeping things very neat, clean, blah 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 blah, right? And let's say, for example, my brother's not a neat freak. He is. He's also neat and clean, right? But let's say, for example, he's not, right? So him and I have an argument, right? But in that argument, he goes, "Listen, you never do this, and you never do that, and you don't do things this way and that way, and." you're you're lazy this way right and all of a sudden he's not impacting what it is that you're doing but he's directly targeting you right yes yeah. and say for example he calls me lazy right now in that argument he'll call me lazy and then i'll look and i'll be like why is this impacting me so much why is he calling me so lazy and blah blah blah, blah. and all mm-hmm. of a sudden you look at it and it's like it's impacting me because what he said might be true right and all of a sudden i'm telling myself i'm lazy right Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so now I'm imposing a limiting belief on myself. I'm lazy, right? Or I've noticed that I've been lazy. Why? Because I feel like I can't do something. That's why I don't want to do it, so I'm procrastinating, mm-hmm. right? And all of a sudden, you see the link between what he said, right? Because he viewed it and what you've And what's currently happening, yeah. You, you know? And I, I don't know if that's clear enough, but it's an example that I can think of right now, right? So what he said may not be exactly what's happening. But it's bringing up some anxiety within yourself. And you need to look into the anxiety and find out what the problem is, right? And all of a sudden, you realize, listen, I've been lazy because there's certain things that I want from my life and I want to do, right? But I haven't done them because I've been procrastinating. Why have I been procrastinating? Because I felt I didn't deserve them. All of a sudden, there's a limiting belief. Yeah. That you and I guess, I guess it's, it was it's there. like... It was yeah. there, but you labeled it now. Because yes. now that you've labeled it and you say, listen, I've been procrastinating because I feel I didn't deserve it. Do I not deserve it? Yes, I do. Okay, so then who gives a shit? Just do what you want to do mm-hmm. and get over it. So all of a sudden, you've cleared this entire anxiety, right? And you've labeled it. Trust me, the labeling of anything that's affecting you automatically starts making it easier for you to deal with. Agreed, agreed. Um, it's right. the same with the emotions as well. Right. Um, you know, noting and down that, when that, exactly yeah. when things happen, what triggered it, um, and yeah. then trying to understand it. Yeah. And... You know, people say I have anxiety. I have anxiety, right? I think I don't think they know what that means when they actually say it. By the way, but that's the thing, though. If they say they, if they say they have it, it's fine. It's fair. It's not a problem, right? But learn what it's teaching you. Yes. Right, and that's the key. There's no point in having anxiety and then sitting with it, right? Learn how to deal with it. There's lots of I mean, different ways. Some ways every trigger out there is there yeah. to teach you something about exactly. yourself. Yes. Triggers, and that's that's a really good word, actually. I like that word, triggers, because triggers are exactly hitting the nerve of the root cause of something that has been created within you that you need to deal with. Mm-hmm. That's a nice word, actually. Yeah. Okay, so so I think if to to sum up that point, it's to kind of completely understand what what kind of set you off in the first place. Yes. Um, labeling it. Um, and then continuously asking yourself, why does it make you feel this way? Um, it's like the five whys again. Yeah. Um, 
to kind of get to the actual root cause. Yeah. Um, and then working your way forward from there and just yeah. doing what you should be doing to move you to that better state state. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd like to I'd like to add to that a bit because mm. for me it's something that I, I like to add a disclaimer. It's not something that's a simple, easy step process, right? You have to learn when you get triggered, right? Because before, I'm telling you now, before when we were learning about all these things, we didn't know half the time we were getting triggered, mm. right? You didn't know you were getting triggered. All of a sudden, you realize, shit, I'm, I've gone from completely calm and happy to annoyed, um, disappointed, upset, sad, you know? And what was the trigger? You never worried about it before. But now what you do is the next time you move from a state of happy, comfortable, warm, nice, um, you know, all those things to upset, out of place, feeling like something's not right, you know, learn what triggered it, right? First, learn about learn about what your triggers are, right? Then explore them to find out what caused the trigger. When you start learning that stuff, it's a long process, right? It's not quick. But the more you learn about what happens when you get triggered, right, the easier it is for you to come to grips with any scenario that might feel uncomfortable, right? And the more you do that, the more comfortable you become in lots of different scenarios, mm-hmm. right? Now, this is not going to solve introversion versus extroversion. That's something that's different, right? But it's a scenario where, say, for example, you are someone that gets anxious about certain things. You'll learn why you get anxious about it, and then you can learn how to deal with it in a better manner. You can prepare yourself. Yes, I'm not saying create mechanisms, but learn how to deal with those scenarios so you can better be comfortable in in all scenarios of life as much as possible an anxious scenario i guess that most people have is public speaking yeah you know they feel anxiety that they can't public speak or they have a limiting belief that they you know they can't public speak or yeah um and things like that becomes hard for them people will laugh at me yeah yeah you know they have that entire thing yeah um so that's a limiting belief that you have that you kind of have to work through Hmm. um i think one of the um, key, um, I think, um, things to help you work through that. There's this uh, course called Toastmasters, I guess, um, yeah. where you kind of learn how to be more comfortable um, with yourself and others, you know, in mm. working in that area. So mm. um, there are steps you can take um, externally to help you work through limiting beliefs and things like that. I mean, like yeah. my own journey um, as i've mentioned many times was through um, uh, therapy and things like that so it, it, there's a lot of um, support out there you know, if you want to get it yeah yeah i mean that's that's one avenue and i'm not saying that it's a bad avenue it's a good avenue because you get to speak to somebody who's actually qualified in showing you where your triggers are which is actually really nice like if i had a friend who was a psychologist it would be more helpful i'd be closer to that friend than anybody else in the world because they would be able to mirror me and show me what's wrong and help me, right? If you have a psychologist as a friend, that person should become your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, doctor-patient relationships, Brian, can, can't, uh, can't have that? No, I'm just saying it because it's expensive to go see a psychologist sometimes. Yeah, no, that's and true. I don't like paying for it. <laughs> if I had a friend, then it would be a lot easier. Oh, you just invite them for a casual coffee and, oh, but I just want to talk about this for now. <laughs> Every Saturday. Every Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Every Saturday, let's let's go for a coffee. Yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll bring a sofa as well. I'll just lie yeah. down on the sofa. You can yeah. you can just talk. To me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's abuse of of uh, relationships there. 
we'll talk about still, that sometime. Do they still do the lying down thing? Um, some of them do have those. Really? Okay. Yeah, they do. They do. I do have some okay. friends who are psychologists, by the way. But ah, um... uh, and you tell me this now. <laughs> Come on, you've been holding out on me, man. <laughs> oh, I, I was I was busy during my campus days. That yeah, was, yeah, but uh, now they're still your friends, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um. Okay. So now we're gonna go back on topic again, and not our yeah. personal lives. Um. Sorry. So currently, currently, um, <laughs> do you have any current limiting beliefs? I think just oh, pick one. Come on, dude. I have so many. <laughs> no, just pick one. Just pick one. Um. And how are you dealing with it right now at this moment? So just pick okay. one. Just pick one off the top. Of your so. Head. If I look at that list that I gave you, I mm. I could pretty much say that a lot of them are, a lot of my beliefs are limiting beliefs are on that list. Okay, cool. I'm not saying you overcome limiting beliefs, right? You you have to learn how to deal with them. Yes, sometimes yeah. you can give them away, right? Yeah. I'll talk about giving them away just now, but yeah. um, like say for example, I, I'm too old, right? That's one. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not too old, but there's sometimes you feel like I'm too old to like change jobs. Or I've come this far, you know, uh, changing jobs now would be too difficult, right? Yeah. For example, right? Yeah. And my job's good, right? I can't complain. It's a decent job. I I get paid. I'm happy. I do work. The people that I work with are a bit crazy, but it's fun, right? Um, now, a limiting belief is I can't, I don't want to change jobs and start again or start a different career path. And I don't know if I'll make it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's a limiting belief, right? Okay because I'm either too old or I've come too far or maybe I don't have enough experience to go somewhere else and start something new or will I even make it, right? Will I go there and can I fail, right? And those are limiting beliefs that I have, right? Yeah. And it, it's not... That, that you've that, placed on yourself, right? Yes, right. Okay. Of course. But it, it's something that I have to think about and learn how to overcome. So what I do is whenever I'm looking at different jobs, okay, I have certain criteria that will allow me to look at changing jobs, right? And right. at this point, none of those criteria or some of those criteria aren't being met. So I right. won't change my job for a job that makes me work much harder than I am now because I work pretty hard, right? And I don't want to work for 10% more pay. I don't want to work 50% harder. Right? Sure. It's not worth it for me. Right. Right. I mean, from a lifestyle point of view, because I want a job that has good balance. Mm-hmm. Right. I want a job that has good pay. I want a job that has good teamwork in it. For me, that's very important. I want someone as a manager that is going to um, make sure that I am well fed as a technical person or well fed as a junior manager or whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I want some, I want a team around me that's competent, that's good, you know. And those are things that I want out of my next job because I have that in my current job. Right. So if I leave and I haven't found a job that has all the things that I want, right, mm-hmm. or even half the things that I want, if I did, I'd obviously weigh up the options, you know. But a lot of the time, you have to look at what it is that you want, right, and say, how am I going to overcome the limiting belief of I'm too old, I'm too experienced, or I'm not inexperienced, I'm not experienced enough. And then you have to say, listen, who am I, right? Why am I scared of all of these things? And how can I overcome them? So the experience thing. If you're worried about experience, go learn something or go teach yourself something because nobody can tell me that they can't go learn something. There is enough material online for you to learn anything, right? Mm -hmm. 
if you want a degree, yes, you can get it slowly. But if you just want to learn the thing, right, you can go learn it, right? Getting the job, yes, it's another story. I mean, I did my MBA, right? Even though I knew I'm not necessarily going to get a job in the next year, right, from it. But I did it because I was like, I don't have enough experience, right, to become a manager. So I was like, what do I do? To become a manager, at some point, I'm going to need some management understanding, right? To do that, I went into the Masters of Business Administration, right? I'm not saying it's going to be the ticket in the door, right? But it is a step forward. Now, if somebody says, you do not have the, re the requisite experience or the requisite qualification to do this job, I'll say, I do, right? Because mm -hmm. I have this degree. Experience mm -hmm. is another thing, right? But you can learn experience from your current job or you change jobs so that you get the right experience that's required, mm -hmm. right? So those are the steps that you need to take. What is the other one? I'm too old. We've all watched the intern, right? We've all seen people change jobs at 50 and still survive. You can do yeah. anything that you want to do, right? But you have to look within yourself and you have to want to overcome that limitation, right? So just like I studied, I can also say, listen, I'm too old, but if I want to leave and I want to do this, it's something that I need to do and it's a risk that I need to take, right? You have to weigh up the options and go do it. I mean, it's, if, you mentioned that it's like a, it's like a mind over matter type of thing. Then it, it um, is a little bit a, in some. If you like pick a pick a specific thing and mind over matter it, you know, become yeah. become overpower so, that that that. In in some cases, a lot of limiting beliefs are just fears. You know, yeah, I'm too scared because uh, I I'm too scared to do it. That's why I'll use I'm too old as an excuse. Listen, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that because you're 101, you can run 100 meters in 10 seconds. No, right? That's a different, that's, there's, there's a physical limitation. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm not saying that they can't do it. And metaphysical. I'm saying it's highly unlikely, right? But there's, there's physical limitations, but there's also mental limitations. And what mm. are the mental limitations? Are the mental limitations strong enough for you to actually not do something? That's the question. Mm -hmm. If it's so strong that you can't do it, right, then I would say get assistance to help you to get there. Agreed, because yeah. even at 50, you can change jobs, change careers, and still make it work. 100%, and you can and be happier for I, it, actually, as And well. if anybody tells me that they can't, I will tell them it's absolute nonsense because I have first-hand experience in my life of people at the age of 60 changing jobs and succeeding, right? Well, I mean, case in point, your parents, right? Right, my parents, they've changed. They used to be insurance brokers. They're now selling realty, Right. That's a completely different sector, a they, harder sector, I would say. They, they are past retirement age and they're selling houses, right? They're making money, right? If they succeed, okay, after COVID, right? If they succeed, they can make more money than I can at the age of 63. That's after, no, okay, my mom's 64. After <laughs> retirement, after retirement, bro. I'm like, dude, there's nothing that you can't do, okay? And if you tell me you can't do it because you're too old, let me say that 75% of the excuses are probably just nonsense, right? But if, if it's, it's feel... like It's like you mentioned in the beginning, right? It's just stories you tell yourself to make yourself feel better so you don't push yourself beyond particular boundaries, um, your own boundaries, you know, to get you to that, that peak yeah. with yourself. Yeah, it's fear, right? And I'm yeah. not saying that you... It's, it's, it's like bad. Listen, if, it's, if it is genuinely a problem, right? Get help to fix the problem. There's no, there's nothing wrong with asking for help, right? If there's something physically wrong, like um, I can't speak 
English well enough to move to some place that requires me to be a proper English speaker, mm-hmm. right? Go learn, right? Duolingo. Duolingo, okay. Do a proper English course, right? <laughs> the, not the free one that's worth nothing. Right? Do a proper English course, be sure. good at it, learn, right? So you can do these things and you can overcome it. Um, if it's something that's just mind over matter, make a list, pros and cons, and then if the cons outweigh the pros, then don't do it, right? But mm-hmm. I would still say do it anyway because what, what's the problem? I mean, what are you really going to lose out on? True. Right? Very true. It's experience. So what are the what are the other points on that list? So what did we touch on so far? Whew. We touched on uh, changing jobs, experience. Right, money. Uh, I don't have enough money, right? Okay, I don't have um, enough money. Yeah. I don't look good enough, right? Well, let's let's just okay, let's let's do the one at a time, right? I don't have enough money. Okay. Right. Um, so I don't have money. enough money. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, sometimes, right? Sometimes I don't have enough money is literally the biggest excuse in the world. Right? Mm. But sometimes, right, and this is a very, very rare occasion, right, you need to build up capital slowly. Yes. Right. And that is, in nowadays, sometimes it is a fact, right? You, to start a company, you need a loan, right? To start a big business, you can start small and then make it bigger, right? But Mm -hmm. eventuality is there's some hard work involved, right? So I don't have enough money is not always the most uh, biggest lie, right? Mm. In a lot of cases it is, right? But in some cases, and there's a few, to get to somewhere that you want to get to, it's going to be a hard road, right? Mm. But break it down, plan, work, and you'll get there. 100% that. I was, honestly, I, I completely um, testify to that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, let's say, honestly, like I want to buy as myself really expensive item it's like Pasha is saying you build up to it you don't you know you don't group it all in one go you know you say yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna save so and so for so many months and then i'll be able to get it it's not it's not you don't tell yourself no you tell myself you ask yourself how am i going to get this you know it's like and then your brain makes a plan you know i think in the past we discussed you ask you you ask your brain the, the correct questions you get you'll get you get empowering answers and this is just one of those cases where you just yeah. have to empower yourself by saying, okay, I'm, I'm going to build up to it slowly. Mm. Yeah, look, I think having no money and having very little money is probably the hardest one because... It's such a blocker. It's like a hard blocker, right? It's such a hard blocker because yeah. it, it's, it's such a big uphill. It requires so much potential difference, right? Um, and the problem is, is that everybody... You know, like they say, the five percent, the richest five percent, is more rich or equal, equally richest than the rest of the ninety-five or something like that. Right? I think. Oh, look, I'm really bad at quotes sometimes, and my memory is horrible. But um, there's a lot of people out there, and the very few that are very, very rich, right? And there's a lot of us that aren't very, very rich, right? Uh, when I say rich, I mean money-wise, right? Not not mm. wealth, but money, right? Mm. So. There's a huge blocker for a lot of people to say that I'm always going to be like this, right? And it's always going to be an uphill battle. But if you learn how to break it down, set your goals and set your targets and break it down slowly and work towards it relentlessly, right? I'm not saying hard work, but work relentlessly, right? 
you will eventually become in the higher percentage range. It will happen, right? I'm not saying you'll be in the top 5%. Some of those people are lucky, right? But if you work relentlessly at your goals and your targets, then you'll get there. If you procrastinate and be lazy and don't do things, then you won't get there, mm-hmm. right? But money is one of those things that people just feel, right? That's and true. Money, I mean, so yeah. I, I think a shift for me happened, I guess, also in my big year, 2018, um, is that um, I guess I used to have that limiting belief as well. Um, yeah. That, that it was always a thing for me. And the way I kind of worked myself up to a point where I can now afford anything, and I don't mean I can afford anything purely because um, I'm extremely wealthy. Um, my mindset has changed from a poor mindset to a rich mindset. Um, hmm. I, I tell myself every day that I live in opulence um, and I live wealthy, like a wealthy lifestyle. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I've switched my mindset, like, like I just mentioned, to, to enable me to, to live differently, to tell me that I will, I mean, just to, to make sure that I live in abundance um, rather than deficit. So for me, it was, it, it was switching to a rich mindset rather than a poor one. But that, that's, that's exactly the right start, right? Mm-hmm. The right place to start. When you create that mindset within yourself, and it's difficult, I think you can attest to that. Creating that mindset is not the easiest thing. You have to like reaffirm and reaffirm and reaffirm until it becomes something that's second nature. Yeah. Right? And there's a lot of people that don't know how to do that, but there's also a lot of people that don't want to do that. Like they innately believe that they're not going to be rich. And every time they tell themselves, I'm going to be rich one day, I'm going to be rich one day, they don't believe it. Mm. Right? I mean, it's empty words. Let's yeah, just it's, say. it's empty words. You have because... to have the belief behind it and the drive to succeed. But what is the belief it? behind it? And that for me is something I've been thinking about for such a long time. And my resultant answer to that is the belief behind it is not physically the fact that you're sitting there believing it. The belief behind it is the work that you do behind it. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you can sit there and say, listen, I'm going to be rich one day, and then you turn around and carry on watching Netflix. Right. Or you say, listen, I'm going to be rich one day, and then you turn around and start working on something, you know, start learning something, start doing mm-hmm. something to progress your brain, to progress your mind, to progress your body. Right. That is what creates the belief that you have. The belief that you have has not come from you over and over telling yourself. The belief that you have might have started that way, but to keep that and to actually grow that belief, it's the work that you've put behind it. 100%. That is something that people need to learn. You can't believe something unless you're actually doing it, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that people have watched The Secret and read the book, and it's like, listen, I'm just going to... You can get anything you want if you believe it. That's fine for the first two days, right? And then something happens in your life and then it derails your thought process and then you're gone. Yep. Right? But if yep. you turn and you start working on something continuously, right? at some point you'll turn around and be like, yeah, I believe I'm going to be rich one day because I've worked my ass off to get here. Yes. Right? I mean, so actions you take today affect your tomorrow. Yeah, sure. Um, so you have and, to but do it's everyday work. thing, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Well, not every day. I mean, like five days a week, okay. Well, every day, every day, every day, obviously. Um, so I uh, honestly, yeah, like, besides the break, besides the break that we have um, every other Friday, I guess. Every Friday. 
well, every other Friday. Hey, just like with a diet, you need to have a cheat day. Yeah, I know, but okay. I mean, for me, I work. No, no, I'm, I'm my not work days from six no. to six till six till twelve every day. That's six in the morning till twelve. What is this? Um, and Your I sleep job. at twelve every. No, not my job. Oh, you mean in the evening? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so yeah, from yeah. 6 in the morning oh, to like 12. You wake I'm up at working. 6 in the morning and you work your job till 12. Somewhere you're missing two hours. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, like I'm working toward my goals in the... Yeah, sure, sure. sure. You mean in every the day, yeah. every day. And, yeah. it, and it, doesn't, it doesn't stop yeah. for me, even on Sundays, you know, things like that. So, I mean, in my case, at least, um, you know, it's, it's nonstop work. Yeah, you work a lot harder than I do nowadays. Well, I mean, it's, it's like you're saying, um, efforts, um, the, the fruition of my efforts will eventually come. Yeah, I've been enjoying lockdown quite a bit too much, actually. <laughs> as, yeah. as, as we all have. Uh, I'm not saying I haven't as well, mm. um, you know. So, okay, so money is the first one. Um, yeah. So money is just, um, once again, just writing things down and building up to, to a point where you... Um, can afford what you wanted or living the lifestyle that you wanted by putting in the work and, and set a goal like the yeah. like, like everyone says set a goal set a target make yeah. it small yes make it really small right and then build I, on that i guess i want to so successfully hit yeah, it you go i want to earn a hundred bucks make it like mm. really small hundred bucks is not that big right mm. right make it i want to earn a hundred bucks doesn't matter how i do it if i can do it between now and december 31st right I will consider it a victory, right? Okay, that's a long time, but I will earn a hundred bucks however I do it. And if I do that, then I can earn two hundred bucks. If I can earn two hundred bucks, I can earn a thousand rand. If I can earn a thousand rand, you know, it starts escalating. Right? If you yeah. make the start, right? That is how you grow. Right? And it's so important to set a small goal first to then to set a bigger goal. If you set a big goal, it's like how they say eating an elephant, right? And it's One not bite at o- a time. <laughs> and this is not only with the money thing. It's with yeah. a lot of different things, right? Mm. You start with everything with a small goal. I made a small goal, set a small target, I hit that target. If you can't set a small goal and hit a small target, trust me, you're never going to hit the big target. Yes, that's true. Right? And if you can't do that, right, then I'm not saying there's no hope for you. But I'm saying everything else just becomes a long shot, right? I mean, it's like that rolling. It's like a rolling uh, ice ball, basically. Yeah. Snowball or whatever. It it starts off really small. Yeah, I can't remember what the actual (laughs) word is. I'm sorry. The one that builds up to the avalanche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snowball. But it starts off small. Ice ball sounds scary, but yeah. (laughs) Because it's solid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it rolls. As it rolls, it gathers more and more snow and it builds itself up. It's just using that past history of success yeah. to drive you forward in your yeah. future endeavors. Yeah. But that's exactly it, right? And that's, that's the thing. It's, and, and a lot of people are like, no, it's too hard. And I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm saying set a small goal and no matter what happens, target that goal, even if you let it, even if you give yourself three months to do it. Right? Mm. Three months of even two hours a day is a long time, right? Hundred percent. Just tell yourself, I'm not going to watch TV for the next three months, right? For some people, that's that's hard, right? Right. Um, mm. I haven't watched TV other than football and F1, like TV, TV 
in uh, over a month. I don't, I don't own a TV. Months. Right? But oh, yes, I watch series and stuff, but I haven't watched TV because I don't, I, I don't find it interesting personally. But when you start looking at your life and saying, listen, what am I actually learning from this stuff? Mm. And maybe if you watch MasterChef, you'll learn how to cook. I don't know. But I'm not really learning anything else. You know? That's true. I watch a lot of YouTube okay. because I yeah. learn from it, you know? But, That's true. I mean, it's quite, yeah. it's quite helpful. I watch stuff so what's because... what's the second thing on the list as well? The second thing on the list is um, I don't look good enough. Okay. That's targeting vanity, our own personal vanity. No, no, but I mean, it's true, right? I mean, people... Um, it, it, it affects people in different ways. It may not be, I don't look good enough for somebody, but mm. I, I don't look good enough to go here, or I don't look good enough to do that, or I don't look, yeah. I, I don't, you know, so it's a lot of different things. Yeah. And body shaming is a really bad thing nowadays. Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, everyone's, everyone's image of themselves, um, you know, with social media and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> on Instagram, things like that. Yeah. It's, it's just that they get a, they get a certain image of how people should look mm. um, and they want to identify with that and they just kind of make themselves feel bad because of it. Um, you know, it's limiting to them um, and their own um, trajectory and path in their lives. Yeah. Or look, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, uh, you're, in, you're in good shape, right? I'm not in great shape. But do you know what irritates me about me not being in great shape? It has nothing no, to yeah. do with what other people think of what I look like, right? Mm. I could I could care less. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. That I could frustrates me so much when my t-shirts don't fit as loosely as they used to, right? Mm. And that is where I draw the line. Like if something, if my t-shirt that I'm normally used to becomes too tight, then all of a sudden I change everything. I'll literally be like, uh, back onto eating because sometimes I don't eat clean, but I'll be like back onto eating clean, back onto doing exercise, so I can maintain or at least get below a certain weight so that I can feel comfortable within myself. Mm. And I don't look at it as a limiting belief, but I've created this mechanism within myself that I use certain things as guidelines. And yes, it has an effect on you. If you don't, if I, if I feel my shirt doesn't fit or my shirt is too tight, right? When I go outside, I'll feel uncomfortable, you know? Mm. but it's not when I go outside anymore. Now it's when I'm inside and I'm wearing my shirt, right? Even if nobody's around and I'll feel uncomfortable, right? And that is now become what it used to be as a limiting belief is now something where I tell myself, listen, buddy, you haven't been sticking to your own health codes, right? Mm. And that that is what limiting beliefs has taught me. It's taught me to change what I saw as what other people viewed as me as a limiting belief to now, listen, these are the things that you want for yourself, right? And if you don't get them for yourself, right, you're going to experience these things. And one of these things is my shirt is too tight for me. And then all of a sudden it sings off alarm bells to me. So okay, I've I learned mean, to turn yeah. something that was a limiting belief into something that's a... Well, a, tr um, a trigger for change. or a Trigger for change, yeah. Yeah, something like that, right? So, yeah. I mean, with regards to then um, a person's self-image of themselves, um, I guess then it's just um, identifying that you need to be comfortable with yourself 
um, first uh, acceptance of who you are and um, yeah. knowing that certain lives or certain livelihoods um, might not be for you but you you're meant for something else yeah so look the, in in what you said there's two things right yeah. uh, one thing is a problem is um, it's difficult for people who and trust me I used to be very very overweight it's difficult for people to say um, I don't care what other people think yeah right? especially when it comes to looks yeah it's 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 probably one of the most challenging ones because it's a thing of it, it's confidence right confidence changes the game if you see someone that's lacking confidence right and you can see that it's because they're not comfortable in the situation because they're overweight and they don't feel blah blah blah, blah. It, mm. it's not easy to turn that situation around right mm-hmm. that person has to be they need to build self-confidence they need to build self-strength right and that is so difficult because it's something that's been in them for so long right they have to learn how to accept themselves as they are before they can change Mm -hmm. right and that is something that's very difficult you have to look within yourself and learn how to accept who you are at this point but understand that you can change who you are at this point if you make the decisions to go in that direction. Right? If you look at that, uh, like that guy Jeff Cavalier from Athlean-X, he will mm. tell you, listen guys, I can give you all the diets and I can give you all the training programs, but you have to be the one to decide to do this. Yep. Right? And as an example, that's true, right? You have to be the one that has to first learn to accept that, uh, say for example, I'm an overweight person, right? Now, I have to accept that I'm overweight, right? And I'm unhappy with the way I look right now. There's two things that I can do. I can continue down this path, right? Or I can change it. And yes, it's not easy because going from fat to thin is like, and trust me, I've lost like 20 kgs over my life and I'm still trying to lose more, right? But, and I've picked up some weight on the lockdown and I know how to lose it, but losing the weight the first time is probably one of the most absolute difficult things you'll ever do right because sitting on a scale and watching it and then like doing the diets where there's no and trust me you can make food tasty but nothing beats a pizza and a donut in a true nothing it doesn't like there's nothing you can do but you have to understand what it is that you're trying to get from your life right yeah. and you have to want to get there right and trust me the further you get down the line the more addictive it becomes to see progress, right? And nothing beats that progress. Trust me. Mm. Just that feeling, that feeling that it gives you. Yeah. Yeah. When you lose the first five kgs, you're like, guy, I don't care what's going to happen. We're going to go all the way down this road, you know? I mean, it's like a rolling snowball. Yeah, but it's exactly that. And it's the same thing with the money, right? You have to first recognize the problem and then choose how to change it. And just like with the money, set a small goal. I want to lose one kg by the end of the month. One, mm. To lose one kg in one month is, in most cases, not difficult, mm-hmm. right? If you pick up a decent, I'm not even saying diet, I'm saying you eat healthy, right? Most of the time. I mean, give yourself a cheat week, uh, cheat, cheat meal, sorry, not a cheat week, a cheat, a cheat meal <laughs> on a Saturday or something, right? And you eat healthy for, for four weeks in a month. 
and every week you have one you have one cheat meal right mm. and don't go nuts don't order like three pizzas and 15 cakes right <laughs> but i mean be decent have a pizza right yeah you can have the whole one too i can eat a whole pizza in one sitting right <laughs> But, Dude, remember when we used to have those triple deckers dude, with the roll crusts at campus? The audience we, we used to be able to know eat those much, yeah. in, one, in one sitting. We used, to a large. To, we used to go to Nando's, which is like, I don't know, what what is the global Nando's version of Nando's? Um, let's just um, say... Grilled chicken. Isn't, right? isn't. Yeah, let's just say yeah, chicken. Uh, let's just yeah. call it like KFC, right? KFC is global, right? We could yeah. go to... KFC, uh, the South African better version of KFC, right? <laughs> which yeah. is Nando's, right? And we could order like between four friends, we could order like five whole chicken chips, coleslaw, rolls, cokes, and we finish everything in one sitting in like 30 minutes, right? So we used to be able to eat, right? But don't overdo it. Set a small goal, hit the small goal. If it takes yeah. you one, one month to lose one kg, the next month you can do two, right? It'll get to a stage where you're losing like five kgs a month or whatever. But that is progress, right? And within six months, well, how long is six months out of your whole life? I mean, I'm just over 30 now. I've lived 30 years of my life. What is six months in 30 years, right? Nothing. If I spend the next six months trying to lose weight. Yeah. Understand that something small it's that also, you do it's now. It's also you should, yeah. you, should, you should celebrate your wins as well. Yes, yeah. Make okay, big don't deals about your wins and as well. Put it back on, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I don't mean that. I mean, like, just... When I mean celebrate, I mean like, for example, take a picture or, yeah, um, yeah, you know, reward yourself. Go buy yeah. that pair of shoes that you want, and you know, things like that to, yeah. to celebrate yeah. your achievements. Because yeah. um, then it just makes it more worthwhile at the end. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, for sure, I, I think that it's something that set goals and maybe, as you say, it's true. Set a goal, and then when you hit the first three goals, then reward yourself. You know. Don't do it after every goal because then after a while you just end up spending money for nothing, right? Yeah. But say that every three goals that you hit, right, I will reward myself with something, right? And that will give you sufficient time to make progress but also reward yourself. And that's why mm. I said cheat meals because cheat meals are a reward for a good, a good eating week, right? Um, <clears throat> but um, yeah, slow but steady progress will beat anything other than pure dumb luck. That's that true. I firmly <laughs> believe. I fir- I literally, yeah. hand to God, believe that. Slow and steady progress will beat anything other than pure dumb luck. Very, very true. Yeah. Um, cool. So what's the next one? Hmm. Um, okay, so we've covered I'm what too did old. We, what did we, yeah. right? I've covered, uh, we've covered I'm too old. I'm not educated yeah. enough. I, have, yeah. I don't have enough money. I'm afraid yeah. of trying and failing, right? I think right. that comes part and parcel of all of them, right? Yeah. It but does, yeah. I think when when we talk about I'm afraid of trying and failing, my question is is that would you rather have tried and failed, right? In a lot of things other than like bungee jumping shit like that, right? Um, <laughs> well, I mean, we, we we jumped out of a plane. You jumped out of a plane, right? Okay, okay, yeah, I yeah. jumped out of a plane, yeah. right? Yeah. Right, but um, what have you got to lose if you don't try? Yeah. Right. Now, I'm not saying, yeah, look, you know what? What have you got to lose uh, if you don't try, to be honest with you? The only thing that you have to lose is something that you never really wanted in the first place, right? Mm. So you have nothing to lose. You literally have nothing to lose. Every single scenario, you have nothing to lose. 
if you live your life like that, I promise you, you'll have an exciting life. True. Um, some people may end up in jail, but most people. <laughs> nah, okay, so so here's how here's my here's my take on it. I guess is that remember we've always been we've always been saying that um, you know um, that um, damn I just lost my chain of thought. <laughs> So while you're getting there, uh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll give you an addition to that one. I've already yeah, tried ahead. everything. How's that one? Yeah. People will yeah. tell you I've already tried everything. No, my friend, right. you have not tried everything. Yeah. Even if you've tried everything, you still haven't tried everything. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, like, it, oh, okay, so I found my chain of thought again. Like, yeah. um, like I mean, you know, fall down seven times, get up eight. And, yeah, yeah. Failing That's, is just a line, lesson. Huh? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, but I also like another one. So here's another one I'm going to hit you all with now. Yeah. Um, you know, the difference between your, I mean, the blocker standing between you and your infinite self is just fear. Yeah. Uh, so the other side of fear is just your infinite self. And, you know, the moment you kind of unlock that um, yeah. and get rid of fears, whatever they are, um, you're kind of unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. When you experience that feeling of unstoppableness, even though you're not actually mm. doing anything, it's so euphoric. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's definitely one of them. I think that whole that whole. I have a nice picture, but I can't obviously send it because this is a. Um, what is, well, what is you can, and I'll 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 tag it to the I'll tag it to the episode. Actually, yeah, I'll send it to you on WhatsApp. But uh, I don't like sharing this picture because it's like a it's like a favorite one of mine that I keep to myself. <laughs> okay, um, keep it to yourself then. No, but I'll um, send it. I, I think I think it's worth more out there in the universe than it is just. Yeah, sure. Myself. I'm greedy okay, sometimes. Cool. Okay, right? cool. No, 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 um, no, but I'll send it to you. Okay. It's literally one of the oldest pictures in my archives, of all right. the pictures that I own, because it's it's literally a kid standing there in his karate like gi. They call it karate gi, right? Gi, yeah. Right. And he's got he's got a, a oxygen tank connected mm. to his face, right? And he's in the middle of a karate tournament. And he's like, he looks like he's eight or nine or something. Mm. And it literally says, this is the definition of never give up, right? And I was like, that is in is like one of the best pictures. I, I love that picture. Not to say I'd condone, not to say I'd condone it, but um, it's just... I mean, he doesn't... Yeah. So, so here's, yeah. here's... I mean, isn't that a great example of not letting... Uh, what a person's limitations stop yes. them from doing anything that they want to do exactly right and i think that is probably the you know what i'm gonna send you that picture you can put it as the the vod picture for the for the for the webinar, yeah. right for this for this episode it's such it's such a powerful image for me yeah um i think it's really cool i mean there's yeah. so many there's so many of those um if i yeah. can think about it right now on the top of my head um steve harvey interviewed sparsh that little boy in the wheelchair um, then I there's the Iron that. Lady. Then there's the that. Iron Lady of Pakistan. Uh, go check her out. Are you yeah. just like following people that never gave up? Yeah. No, no, I do, dude. I mean, uh, okay. you know, success leaves clues. Um, sure, sure. Okay. You know, it's that sort of thing. Um, yeah. And they're great inspiration to me. And and you know, I guess when when I say inspiration as well, I don't just mean um, I just get this feeling and then I'm just going to forget about it later. It's it's an inspiration yeah. at that moment and then. You know, I take actions and change as well. Yeah. Um, so no, for sure. those are the people on top of my head, really. So yeah. honestly, Sparsh, yeah. um, Steve Harvey interviewed that little that little guy, yeah. and the Iron Lady of Pakistan. Go check yeah. her story out. If you, you know, a really nice place to get 
um, stories of people who overcame their limiting beliefs is TED Talks. Mm. Yes. Most of those people yes. have overcome some horrific stuff, right? Or a lot of those people just overcame mm-hmm. any thing that stood in front of them or like, nah, I'm just going to do it anyway, right? Yeah. And you know what? There's so many examples, right? And as you say, success leaves clues. But it doesn't even have to be success. I mean, there's so many people out there that love anime, right? Look at the best animes that everybody loves. There's your One Pieces, there's your... Uh, bleach all I'm of those so things glad you have brought out anime perfect, because um, they have perfect examples of why you should never give up and anything that's a limiting belief can just puzzle i mean so one of the things that i used to always think about um, when i was at gym uh, i needed to do one more set um so we watch we obviously watch everyone in the world knows dragon ball z mm-hmm. use that right now you'd be surprised huh really people don't know okay anyway uh, yeah. dragon ball z go check out goku super saiyan um, yeah Something that something that the line that always stuck with me was limit breaker Goku. So they use that in the anime, mm. and it's it's you always need to break your limits um, to push yourself to the next level. So that's that's something that's something I always remember, and I and I still do it today um, when I don't have when I don't have the strength to do that one more set. Um, so I do home gym. I don't actually go to the gym now because of Corona, um, but. I remind myself that in order to get to my infinite self again, it's I need to break my limits and I just do it anyway. So yeah. it gives me the, the power. I'm glad you brought the anime up. No problem. I love anime. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I actually love manga. I read the the, the, the actual the drawing yeah, yeah. version. Yeah. I yeah. prefer I prefer my imagination doing the work. Um I mean they do a good job with the Gomu Gomu attacks as well. So Yeah, look, I I'm just one of those people that prefers you know the the actual drawing of the the anime and then like using my imagination to believe what should happen versus because when i watch the cartoon sometimes it's like oh i didn't really see it happening that way even though right. it's exactly the same yeah yeah yeah. i just didn't i don't know I, I, but i'm you know some people are picky okay I'm picky. yes 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 i mean right. we we do have we do have that i mean even with the for example the lord of the rings books you know you have yeah. some things yeah. yeah you get your purists let's just say Yes, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I can't like if someone tells me the book was better than the movie, I'll in most cases believe them. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I think that's that for me is one of them. You know, um, mm. that I've tried everything was one of them. I've, like that for me is like if anyone ever tells me I've tried everything and I can't do it, I'll be like, I'm sorry. As much as I want to believe you, you've never tried everything, right? And yes. if you've actually tried everything and it just doesn't work, then maybe just go find another way or go do something else right maybe it's just not for you <laughs> true true i mean also acknowledging acknowledging um you know cut your losses and move on you know it's it's, yeah. it's also but something you know what sometimes just don't cut your losses sometimes just keep trying just keep trying different yeah. things right yeah if that's what you actually actually want right um but you at least so it's to, like it's like yeah. thomas edison right he said how many times did he try and make the light bulb um, and he failed. He said, I can't remember the exact number. He said, yeah, some, some number, right? And he said, that's now I know you don't, you, you can't make it using those other 999 yeah. methods. You know? I've tried, so exactly yeah, I've tried 10,000 ways to make a light bulb and I found one. Yeah. So he looks at it as I now know 10,000 ways not to make a light bulb. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's the exact same way. Yeah. That, that line was also in a nice movie called National Treasure. Mm. Yeah, that's a good movie. 
if you haven't watched it and or if you have watched it and you didn't enjoy it i'm sorry you can't be friends <laughs> yeah we can't be friends um <laughs> one of them is i'll never be able to do that right oh or i line. can't do that yes. right yeah that's uh that's the thing that you have to learn how to overcome i think if yeah. you want something you have to put your head down and uh, well i mean it's it, it's i mean you're just telling yourself uh, once again it's also just telling yourself something to make yourself feel better um yeah. so you just don't you know move or take the steps um that you should to to get there i mean maybe it's maybe it's too hard maybe you see it as too hard for you to do so yeah you know maybe, maybe you don't want to study till like 11 at night or 12 at night uh, you know, because you have work the next day maybe you don't want to study because you have a crying child and stuff like that and it's going to yeah. be too hard but you know it's it's i think telling yourself a story um is going to limit you from from not reaching your goals yeah um, at um, the end of the day I, I, I think we've covered that one like yeah the last one is um and the last one i have on my list i don't know if you have any other ones but the last mm-hmm. one i have on my list is all the good ones are taken or i'm not good enough for them uh are you specifically talking about relationships in that one oh well, yeah i think that okay. one covers relationships you know um i guess then um one of the things that that i i i say to that is um for me for me in particular um i'm i was at a point where i was comfortable entirely with me you know i i had self loved so much that being being by myself was such peace and um you know equilibrium <clears throat> excuse me such that um it didn't matter to me whether whether there was a person in my life at the time or not mm. for me anyway um and i know although i don't do know i mean humans are uh, they love companionship and we are social beings yeah um, for me it was just a great sense of peace point yeah i i think i think you kind of hit the nail on the head there it's yeah. uh i saw something that said if you don't care about um if you're not worried about what you look like if you're not worried about what they think of you and uh you can go to sleep in peace right then you kind of understand mm. right or you understand what you need to understand and that that person was obviously trying to say listen when you are comfortable with yourself and you are at peace with yourself and you don't need anybody's approval of what you're doing right all of a sudden you become a different sort of beast you know yes but the way i see this part of a limiting belief is there's two halves to it right mm-hmm. there's you and being comfortable with yourself like you hit the nail on the head i am at peace with myself and this is who yeah. i am right and where i want to grow i will grow right yeah but there's also the other element of it is that will they want me right so that question is still mm-hmm. there because mm-hmm. you are comfortable with yourself right but if you like somebody for example right or you yeah. want to be part of a group right yeah. or you want to be liked by somebody right mm. and it may not be a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a husband or a wife or partner or it might be a group of people right you want to join a specific group right mm. or even your parents right and this is an important one right because this there's a difference between someone liking you for who you are and someone liking you and you wanting them to like you for approval purposes right 
so you can be comfortable with exactly who you are right say for example you yash are one of the most comfortable people with who you are right in every aspect of your life but someone comes into your life and the way they make you feel makes you want them to like you right all of a sudden what happens right it raises a question in your mind am i good enough for that person right sure and you'll be like i'm good enough right but the question still remains is will they like me as me enough right because you're comfortable with that doubt with in the back of your mind right yeah. it's it's not doubt uh well look it is doubt but what i'm saying is is that understand that whatever you created for yourself imagine it as a bubble and a circle mm. right mm-hmm. now there's you being comfortable with it right but there's also somebody else right and you wanting them to like that whole circle but they don't like the circle they like the square with inside the circle you oh, understand they don't fit and then it's then then it just doesn't matter i guess right. i'm well, for me i mean for me but you know, that's not I'm how relationships work things, yeah. that's not how relationships work right remember that say for example um and i'm not going to use a relationship here purposefully right because a relationship yes. is a different beast right yeah but we'll get into that some some other time no directly after this right but um imagine now if i was a person who needed my and i love myself right i'm a great person not to the point of yeah. being egotistical but i love myself yeah. i'm happy i'm comfortable right but mm-hmm. i want my parents approval right? right and they only like certain things about me right say right. for example i drink right and they my parents detest drinking right right not that they do right but <laughs> um all of a sudden as much as i love these things about myself right and i can go out and have drinks with friends and whatever whatever my parents don't like it but i want my parents approval you understand how that becomes i see the i see there's a conflict there you yeah. see the conflict right yeah. and it's not that it's listen there's always going to be those scenarios right and this is what leads to letting it go right because there are some scenarios where limiting beliefs are always going to be ingrown not because of what you feel about yourself and the strengths that you have to put yourself forward right mm. but because of the people in your life that you choose to keep in your life and how they mm. impact the way you operate you understand that yep right? and it's something that every person has to learn as a compromise right and that's where relationships form part of it right so to get to the relationship aspect i needed to use another example because a relationship right. is very easy because you're not tied to that person right if you decide that that person doesn't like you for who you are you can walk away right yeah but imagine now if there was a scenario where you couldn't walk away right and that's yeah. exactly yeah. what it is so mm-hmm. if you meet somebody and they like the square within you but not the whole circle right it's not the end of the world right you can still have a relationship you just they just need to understand that there's certain things about you that you like and you're going to keep right mm-hmm. and there's certain things that they need to accept and it works right. the same way there's certain mm-hmm. there's going to be certain things about the person that you're with right no matter who they are right boy girl any sort of binary non binary whatever it is right um there's going to be certain things that you don't like right it's inevitable right um and that is where something called compromise comes in Right? Mm-hmm. and limiting beliefs doesn't have so much of a part to play but rather um it's something that you have to learn that you cannot completely isolate yourself from right yeah and that's 
something that you have to work on as a person, right? And everybody has to work on. I mean, there's some things that I don't like about people that I'm with and certain mm. people. That it, it happens, right? It's inevitable. You're always going to end up arguing about something, right? But you have to understand that it doesn't necessarily mean that there's a limiting belief behind it, right? It just yeah. means that not everybody is exactly the same. And you need to understand that. And you need to understand that as much as you have your own limiting beliefs, the other person has their limiting beliefs. And you need to look at theirs and say, you have your own limiting beliefs. Now, here's the key in being able to grow with the people that you're with, right? If somebody has a limiting belief, and this is where limiting beliefs and the hard challenge around learning your own limiting beliefs comes in. Because... Limiting beliefs, as we said, come externally into you or grown from fear within you, right? Yeah. yeah. But in a lot of cases, like 75% of cases, it comes externally from you. And that's from a partner, a parent, blah, 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 blah. And the Mm -hmm. next step is to actually say, listen, you have these limiting beliefs. And it's good to have an open discussion. So what I did with my parents a long time ago was I had an open discussion. And I said, these are the things that you have as limiting beliefs. And I actually explained to them what limiting beliefs were. Mm -hmm. And I said, these are the things that I have as a limiting belief. And everything that you have as a limiting belief has come from all your experiences and your past and your elders and all that stuff. You, I'm going to take all of these things and I'm going to give them back to you. Right? And Mm -hmm. you must see how that changes the way you, one, they see you, right? They they will change the way they see you, right? It will. Two, it will also change the way you see yourself. Right, and it's. In, I'm not saying you have to go out and tell you, you your parents to piss off. Right, I'm not saying that. Right, I'm saying understand why it is they believe what they believe. Right, and come to terms with it, but understand that is within them. And if you don't want to feel the same way, right, you need to recognize that it's not part of you. Whether you tell them or not that you are releasing it from yourself, right. Mm. I chose to do that because my parents are fairly open-minded. Right. Yeah. Not everybody's parents are fairly open-minded. You can choose not to believe what they believe. Yeah. And I told my parents, listen, these are the things that you believe, these are the things that I believe, right? I feel I should go this way. You can stay on your path, right? And mm-hmm. my parents are fairly open-minded, so they said, okay, cool, right? But other parents may not be. But it's important to understand the distinction. But you are always going to have to live with the fact that somebody else has their own limiting beliefs. You cannot change their mind unless they want to change it themselves. 100%, yeah. Right? And it's so important that you make that distinction because as much as we've been talking about how you can do this within yourself, understand that their limiting beliefs are going to impact you with, if you let it. I mean, but because think, you'll interact often as well. Yes. I mean, if you lived on your own by yourself in space or on Mars, then fine, no problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you're going to come across people. I mean, even at work, yeah. there's somebody that's saying, oh, it's not safe. Or there's somebody that's saying, oh, man, it's fine. Uh, we wear a mask, we're safe, we're not going to have a problem, we can go out and go have a beer after work. You know what? Yikes. No. You know? But the yeah, thing is, no, is I that get you, you, I get you. You know, there's going to be other people with other levels of understanding. Mm-hmm. And you need to come to terms with the fact that that some people are scared of not earning money, right? And they will be the colleague that works next to you, right? And mm-hmm. they're like, I am not. we're not getting paid enough. Mm. Is that now going to be your mindset? No, but you have to stop it from impacting, from infecting you. you. I guess, yeah, yeah, right, right. 
it's not a virus. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, but, okay, so no, no, but yes, I, but yes, I think I, I liken it to yeah. a virus, really, because yeah. it it lays that seed, you know, it lays yes, that yeah. Yeah. that foundation yeah. for yeah. it to and, corrupt your yeah. own thought process. Exactly, and that is where I think the strongest thing about yourself will come out and come out to be true when it comes to limiting beliefs. As soon as you learn what is that your limiting beliefs are, and you, as soon as you can identify where your limiting beliefs have come from and give them back to that person, whether it be verbally or whether it be in your own head, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, you don't have to tell them I'm giving it back to you, right? You can literally just mentally believe it, right? You don't have to impact yeah. that person's whole life, right? Yeah. Remember, some people have been built on these things, right? So changing that, especially at an older age, becomes a problem, okay? You can shatter people's foundations very easily. So just understand that. If you believe something and you see that other people's beliefs are different from yours, it doesn't mean you have to go and tell them about it. Yeah, it's okay? not your it's not your job to change other than someone else. Yeah. It's your responsibility to fix yourself, but it's also very much important that you ensure that not guard yourself, but if you see something that's impacting you, change it within yourself and work towards growing a better version of yourself. And that I think is the one of the most quintessential points of limiting beliefs is to understand other people's ones in relation to yours and how they impact you in a real world scenario because you are going to come into contact with it on a daily basis. The news is the biggest, the biggest grower of limiting beliefs in the world. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Right. And that's why I don't watch. I mean, like I read news, but I don't watch too much news. Like I don't turn on BBC and start watching. I don't mind reading it, but sitting and watching it and people's, uh, the reactions and blah, blah, blah. It's just, Sometimes I feel like it's it's more destructive than actually just the facts, you know? Yes, no, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's very important when it comes to limiting beliefs and something that, that's not always dealt with in terms of the reaction of limiting beliefs and what can happen to a person when they go out into the open world and have to deal with 50,000 things happening at once. Yeah, yeah. just a, a of information overload sort of thing. That's yeah, right. it is a challenge. Okay, so I have I have one final question and then we can wrap up. Um, so let's just say you are working through uh, some of your mindset challenges and beliefs and things like that. What, in your view, then would stop relapses from happening? What What stops you from going back into these old patterns of believing? Nothing. Um, Nothing. So the the whole the whole thing about limiting beliefs is it's that oxymoron and people innately are oxymorons, right? Most people innately are morons, but, um, <laughs> but it's, it's part of human nature. I mean, as soon oh, as you man. get to one level, right? You'll, you, in a lot of cases, you'll want to push on, but in a lot of cases, you'll be like, but can I get to the next level? Yeah. You know? And that is your mind. That's you and how close you are to your mind. If yeah. you and your mind aren't friends, then mm-hmm. you are going to have more challenges than most people. But if you yeah. and your mind are friends, and I've I'm, I've come I'm, I've been working on this concept for a while now. Um, before I used to look at my mind as a tool, but now I need to look at my mind as a friend or an enemy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we mentioned that in one of our in one of yeah, our previous episodes. It's because, your frenemy, right? Yeah. If your mind is your friend, anything that you do will be forward. If your mind is your enemy, anything that you do, your mind will be questioning it. 
right? Mm. And your mind is naturally there to question it because your mind is naturally there to checks and balances, right? Yeah. Am I doing the right thing? Is this going to be good for me? Can I do this? Uh, uh, every other question that will pop up because you're worried about whether you can do something or not. Yeah. Right? And limiting beliefs are the manifestation of all those questions. Mm. Right? So no matter what you do, there's always going to be something, but you have to continuously work on it. That's life. Right? Um, I'm a very forgetful person when it comes to like the lessons that I've learned and I always have to relearn them. Right. Mm -hmm. But I learn them in a different form and I learn more about what I've learned before. So I know not to burn myself, but I'm always making progress in every avenue of what I've learned already. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but let's say cooking, for example, right? When you make chicken, uh, chicken, chicken wings, chicken wings, yeah. right? Chicken wings, chicken wings is good one. Yeah. Cause I actually make a lot of chicken wings, but, um, you learn to add a certain ingredient and then you learn to add another ingredient, right? And as you progress, the recipe gets better and better, right? Yeah. But after a while, right, you don't remember what the first one tastes like. Right? <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, but what happens if I just remove this ingredient? And then you make it and you taste it and you'll be like, ah, shit, this is why I added this ingredient in the first place because it tastes better. Mm. Right? And after a while, you realize your, your taste has become so different from the original time, right, that you don't remember what the original first couple of recipes tasted like, mm. right? So... What will happen is the next time you taste something that tasted like the original recipe, right, you will relearn the lesson. And then you'll be like, okay, so this tastes like this because they didn't add this, 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 and this, right? Right. And then all of a sudden, you relearn the lesson. The limiting belief will come up again, right? But when you're stronger than you have been before, you will learn to put it aside very easily. It's the same thing as if you are playing rugby or if you are playing cricket or if you have any form of sport, right, or any form of activity. I'm giving activity as an example because it's like muscle memory, right? Mm -hmm. um, yes. Say, for example, you holding a, a rugby ball and you're running, right, and you see a guy coming at you. The first time, you're going to take that tackle head on, right, because you don't know what's coming. The next time you see him coming, you're going to be like, I need to sidestep this guy or pass the ball, right? So... It, the more and more you do that, the more and more you learn. Right? And that's that's essentially how it happens. And the more mm. you see the limiting beliefs come up, right? the more you'll easily learn that, yeah, I've thought about this and this is not really going to affect me that much. Or the next time someone says, but can you really do that? And you'll be like, yeah, I can do it. Watch me. And then you go and do it. Right? It's because you've learned how to overcome that specific fear very easily. And limiting beliefs will keep popping up. It's life's way of testing you. Right? They will always come up, but once you've learned how to deal with certain ones, you'll move on to the next one. And there's an endless supply of limiting beliefs, but there's also not an endless supply of limiting beliefs. Because once you get to a stage where you know that you can handle any challenge that comes up in front of you, any limiting belief that comes up in front of you is something that you will deal with comfortably. Yeah. Right. And that is very, very, that is something to a stage where you become calm and comfortable with who you are and what you do within your life. And I think that is a stage that everybody should work towards, you know? Okay. I mean, that's, that's very important. Um, that she, it, it needs to be consistently managed um, mm. and, and, you know, watch, keep a, keep a watchful eye over it um, in order to be consistent yeah. um, with overcoming it. Mm. Um, 
Okay. It's not easy, well, but no, no. I mean, it, I mean, with with everything that we've ever ever discussed, uh, yeah. nothing nothing comes with without. Um, work. I guess hard work and sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as we always mm-hmm. kind of think. It reminds me, honestly, it reminds me of another anime uh, thing, um, Full Metal Alchemist, the law of equivalent exchange. Yeah. Where in order to um, get something, you have to give something, and the the, the giving something in this instance is hard work. <laughs> Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Okay, well, that's all the questions I had for today. Um, so thanks, Prash, again no. you know, for for Why being is... on that side of the seat again this week. Um, changed no. from last time where I was answering the questions. Yeah. How did you feel uh, after that one? I was, honestly, it was good. Honestly, yeah. it was good. I actually did enjoy it. Um, I think on our next episode, um, there's a uh, so it's a it's a more of a interactive session. Mm. Um, but we'll 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 talk about that. How many sessions session. have we had so far? Um, this is the seventh one. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, eight and nine, eight and nine are already planned. So oh, yes. We yeah. will be. We will be. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you see the link, uh, the eighth the eighth one is already planned. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I mean, it's, it's going to be an interesting couple of uh, episodes next up. Um, there's going to be some nice dynamics coming up. Um, so, yeah, oh. it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, any other comments that you'd like to no. make before, I, before I we close out? I'm fairly talked out for a Thursday evening. Yeah, I know. And we did actually have a long session. I mean, in, at the beginning, you mentioned it's going to be difficult, but yeah. um, it was such a, you know interesting conversation throughout. Um, it yeah. didn't feel that it was this long. Actually. Yeah, I think, I think it's, as I said, it's one of those topics that's, it's a challenging one. Yeah. Because you have to think about how these things have affected your life, you know? Yes. Yeah. And it's always difficult to talk about the things that's impacted you. Because um, you don't want to face them sometimes, but you should, you should face them. Here. Yeah, I mean, you always need to set yourself free, right? Um, yeah, everything. Yeah, and a, and a good way to For do sure. that is talk about it. Talk about it. Yes, that's exactly true. I mean, talking people underestimate how much talking about stuff that actually impacts you is is a is a freer of things. No, mm. don't don't go talk about everything that impacts you, but. Um, Things that really do impact you, talking about them really does help. I mean, I well, I found that um, that it helps because it it allows you to reframe it in That's your true. own mind. Yeah, but but also but also phrase it in a manner that other people can understand. So yeah, sure. you can actually have a conversation about it. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes people have good advice too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, if we just take that step and open ourselves up to it. Yeah. Try. Try to. Yeah, I guess so. Not yeah. easy. A lot of no, people no, get. It never is, right? It never yeah. is because they might be in their shell yeah. and feel embarrassed or things like that. Talk to yourself about it. True, you can. By yourself so you don't look like a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah. All right. Um, well, thanks, Prash, once again. Um, no worries. And listeners, thank you again for, for tuning in. We appreciate every one of your listens, and we hope you have a powerful day. So mm. from me and Prash, 
This is your bro code signing off. Cheers, guys. Goodbye. Bye. To you listeners, thank you so much for listening in to our rambles at times. And we hope you gain some value that you can use in your life. So this is your bro code signing off. Have a powerful day. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers.